Hello, thanks for listening to the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. National Day is just around the corner. Have you visited the Our Gibraltar exhibition yet? It's open at the Gustavo Bacarisas Gallery until Friday with artists and photographers aiming to capture the spirit of the Janito culture. And the winning piece was a big heart on a Gibraltar flag. That's not really doing it justice, but that's more or less what it was. Joseph Alessio scooped the top prize in that competition, and he joined me in the studio to tell us a little bit about his art. We also spoke to Ian Triai Clarence after a football match was abandoned between Manchester 62 and the senior squad of the Algeciras B team. Uh, it was alleged that racist language was used by the visiting team at the Victoria Stadium. And we also spoke to the organisers of an event that promises to have Gibraltar's longest ever catwalk at the Queensway Quay Promenade on Wednesday. It's a show by Bosom Buddies, Sonia Galt and Brenda Giliano uh, spoke to me. And by the way, that catwalk is going to be 250 metres long. My goodness. Almost as long as the queues at the frontier this morning, which built up after a new frontier queuing system was introduced by the Spanish authorities. There were delays at a time when normally traffic runs quite smoothly because it's cross-frontier workers, by and large, who are coming into Gibraltar. The Gibraltar government also introduced reciprocal ad hoc scanning of documents for non-UK citizens, including Spanish cross-frontier workers. It said it was doing so reluctantly after changes at the frontier in recent weeks by the Spanish authorities, which the chief minister said were not designed to ease fluidity. Our news editor, Christine Vasquez, joined us moments after speaking to Fabian Picardo. There has been a bit of confusion as to whether Gibraltar's uh, reciprocal measures were to blame for the delays, whether it was this new motorbike-only lane. Uh, what exactly happened this morning? He's explained that it was a combination of three things. The motorbike-only lane apparently, reportedly, has been put there by Spain to try and ease traffic flow. And it's been day one, whether it works or it doesn't. Uh, GBC has learned, not from the chief minister, uh, that there was senior officers, senior police officers there this morning. So it was something that they were trying out. And some eyewitnesses have suggested to us that the changes on the on the Spanish side were visible before the Gibraltar authorities were at least obviously checking the non-UK yes. documents. So in terms of the order, there was an element of that, at least, yes. it seems. That, that, yes, there has been no order. It's not that Gibraltar's reciprocity has started the queues and has made the delays. Bo- both the, of those things were happening today. Exactly, no? there has been no order. It was chaos. Literally no order at the front. Though, <laughs> so yeah. the three things, Spain was scanning, uh, ad hoc scanning of ID cards, even of Spanish ID cards, um, that's according to the chief minister. And they were dividing the pedestrian flow into EU and non-EU, which is something which we know that they've been doing. Gibraltar has been doing the same. So Gibraltar has been ad hoc scanning uh, IDs and has uh, divided the pedestrian flow. So we'll wait and see what happens tomorrow, whether um, this continues. 
One thing that the Chief Minister uh, did say, because he, he has reacted as well, and you can hear that interview tonight on Newswatch, uh, on GBC News, on GBC News. Old habits. <laughs> I know, die hard. Um, and online as well. So the full interview will go online. Uh, on reacting to the Spanish Foreign Minister's statements that the incidents at sea uh, where I put it to the Chief Minister, were just Gibraltar exercising jurisdiction on its waters. So, Senor Alvarez say they go against the constructive spirit behind the negotiations. Chief Minister says nothing has changed. Gibraltar does police its waters, will carry on policing its waters. Okay, what do you think about this? The delays at the frontier and Gibraltar's reciprocating of the checks? Uh, let's see. Um, Diane thinks it's a pity that we have to li- act like them. Gerald says it's welcome if it's to the extent that Gibraltar has brought them about. The action is welcome. Jack, uh, as I was referring to uh, a moment ago, said that it wasn't the case when he was crossing. The Spanish side had started to divide up the lanes, but there wasn't any visible action from the Gibraltar authorities. Joseph wonders, uh, no, Joseph says it's about time that Gibraltar and its authorities did something at the frontier. Pavlo says employers will be delighted with the amount of employees arriving late. Darren thinks the problem is that mopeds compound the delays for people in cars because they just shoot to the front, which isn't fair. Uh, so I suppose at least now, uh, to that extent, uh, the the separation of those vehicles might be welcomed by uh, Darren at least. Uh, plenty other comments. Uh, Barbara says, welcome to our world. Stuart says, some things never really change. Um, and JB, the sheer amount of volume, the, the sheer volume of vehicles bringing pollution into Gibraltar, couldn't there be some sort of solution, a park and ride for cross-frontier workers? And Tom um, was say, said what, what you have confirmed, Christine, that it, it looked to him as if the Gibraltar government was starting to reciprocate by checking the documents for non-UK passport holders. Uh, so it, it, it's a developing story, but um, but one that has brought about uh, certainly significant delays at a time when normally, despite the, the large volume coming into Gibraltar, Normally, they're, they're sort of waved through and, and, and there's, there's a, yes, a, a significant amount of fluidity at that time of the morning. No? Yes, because the, the, the police normally know the frontier workers anyway. So it's very much, they, they sort of, you know, have a knife for who is a frontier worker. So, yes. Um, but as you say, these incidents, um, Gibraltar always has its ups and downs with, in relations with Spain. Uh, the chief minister... Um, I put to the Chief Minister that they had deteriorated. He said that there was a possibility of deterioration. He's not quite there yet. (laughs) Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Have you visited the Our Gibraltar exhibition at the Gustavo Bacarisas Gallery in Casemates? If you haven't, you've got until Friday to do it. Uh, Artists and photographers have tried to capture the spirit of the Janito culture and the top prize went to the man sitting in the studio with me, Joseph Alessio. Good afternoon and congratulations. 
¿Cómo se llama? Sacrifice? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Ah, sacrifice. Sí, sí. Sorry, sorry, I've just got a typo there. <laughs> sí, no, no, it's, it's intentional, it's intentional. Ah, vale, vale. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's part of the, the piece. Ah, okay. It's, so it's part it's, of the work. Vale, vale. Tell us a little bit about it. I mean, it's, it's sort of like uh, the, the red and white from the Gibraltar flag, but with a, a heart replacing in, the castle. Indeed, indeed. Um, I'll go a bit more in depth into it. Uh, the piece itself is just an expression of my state of mind uh, when I when I did it and uh, what I was feeling inside, because I personally don't. Uh, this is the first time I join um, Argibolta uh, exhibition, okay, uh, or competition, and uh, how, the, how I was feeling in the moment. Um, I don't usually do these kind of works, so it was a, a, like a little internal sacrifice. But if I'm, I'm still willing to do it, it's not a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Uh, because a sacrifice tends to, it costs you something. Mm -hmm. Uh, so hence uh, sacrifice. So what, what what do you mean that you don't normally do this? This is different to your normal work. You mean uh, my style? I've, I've I managed to uh, keep to my style, but I don't usually enter um, themed uh, competitions or exhibitions or something like this. But I find myself being more active in the community, and uh, I got also like um, expand my. I spectrum that it makes any sense. Of course, I mean artists evolve and, and experiment with, with exactly. different directions and, and different exactly. processes. No? Mm. Um, okay, so so you also helped to put together this exhibition. Yes, I helped uh, with the hanging, um, which was quite pleasurable. So there's also like a, a nice little pleasure in hanging up uh, artwork. There is, no, because so. it's sort of the moments that it's yeah final for people to take yeah. in no yeah yeah so it actually is a, it's a great way to like uh, give back to the community put it that way all of the artists that uh, that had been working towards producing their pieces you you help them by by sort of making them fit together and, and yeah. look their best no? yeah basically uh, what's most pleasing to that i didn't do this myself obviously uh, i had some help from from other people as well um I, i'll talk a bit more about uh, the piece and please um, yeah and what it represents. Well, the canvas is red and white, which obviously represents um, uh, the Gibraltarian flag. Uh, the heart in the center is a scrunched up newspaper, the front page from one of the art events that took place in Gibraltar. So there's a bit of richness to the heart in it. And the heart itself is splattered onto the canvas, uh, which expresses e emotion, the pouring of emotion. Um, uh, the piece itself is dedicated to uh, artists like myself that were going out of their comfort zone that make this sacrifice to uh, depict uh, work that is in a category uh, theme. And the, there's a paintbrush that rests gently on the side of the canvas but slightly out, which symbolizes going out of your comfort zone. So the piece itself is a dedication to Gibraltarian artists that go out of their comfort zone and sacrifice their time. But remember, it's not a sacrifice if they're willing to do it. Hence, sacrifice. So that's why you've changed the the sort of the, the way that the the letters. Yes, indeed. Yes, uh, indeed. The, the 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 okay. I'm going to hold it up because uh, hopefully our, our viewers can get a sense for what the uh, the piece looks like. As you said, uh, uh, red and white from the Gibraltar flag, but with a beating heart and uh, and a brush on on one side of it. Why do you think it's important then, as an artist, to to push? Outside of your comfort zone. If not, you become stagnant. It's it's really that simple. So, you know, you become stagnant and, you know, um, getting as much growth as you would get from broadening your your, your spectrum. Uh, I th and I think it's really important. 
because uh, a lot of things that artists um, suffer is um, lack of uh, creativity or being a writer's block but in for art does that, that makes yeah, yeah, sense yeah. yeah of course yeah, yeah. Uh, and i think these uh, these uh, opportunities that you have to like expand yourself you, sh- you should take on board uh, definitely should take on board even if it goes against your your morals or your personal agendas or whatever you want to call it and hence here's a perfect example so this is a very patriotic piece uh, would you describe yourself as a patriot i do love the place uh, i i live i am grateful to live in gibraltar i do consider we are blessed but first and foremost i'm human from planet earth <laughs> and then i'm gibraltarian but i'm very grateful to gibraltar and the lifestyle we have here we're, we're blessed i know a lot of people from abroad and and i can definitely confirm that we are well, Th- there's, the a, there's a lot to celebrate no? yes, in indeed. the way that we live in Gibraltar. Yes, indeed. One of the things that we're going to be talking about this week, uh, Joseph, is, uh, you know, given that it's National Day just around yeah. the corner uh, on Sunday, um, is the uh, the extent to which Janito is spoken, the extent to which Spanish is spoken. Um, a lot of talk about um, our, our young people talking less Spanish than when we were their age and that uh, that also threatens Janito culture uh, and maybe threatens something mm. about us that, mm. that's, that, that might be uh, unique. Yes. What, what, what would you say about that? Um, it's funny that you mentioned this because I've thought this uh, in the past and when this conversation does arise, I always mention it, that it's a shame because we tend to drift away from our culture, uh, from the the ideology that we're just purely British. Yes, we are British, but let's not forget that our culture, what makes us unique, is not England. It's what we get from our neighbours. You know what I mean? I know for some people that's not easy to accept, <laughs> but it is true. It is true. And I do notice this, that uh, a lot of the younger generation are not speaking Spanish, and it is a, a great shame. It's funny that you, you say this, because this is a conversation piece for me quite often with, with my friends. Like when you walked in, you were talking in Janito, no? Sí, sí, sí. It claro. comes naturally to you. <laughs> sí, uh, sí. Would you would you say that uh, you've, fa- you've noticed that among younger people, que uh, se está perdiendo un poco? Sí, sí, lo he visto en cantidad. Se pierde mucha cortura con la mentalidad esa de queremos ser británicos, que seamos británicos, nadie te lo va a quitar, pero lo que está perdiendo es la cortura. We have to speak Spanish as well. That's what makes us unique. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, our cuisine is uh, duo. Our language is bilingual. And, 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 and not just Spanish-British. No, we're a melting pot. We've had uh, people from Genoa uh, in Italy come to stay here. Um, people from Morocco, from yeah. India, mm-hmm. from Portugal, and more recently from lots of different countries who, who come they bring their cuisine they bring their phrases their, their cultures and we are the result of all of those yeah let's not forget together. that we sit on our strategic like uh, port place if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. uh, i mean a lot of people from abroad not so much recently but there's a lot of couch surfing and they come from all all areas of the world and i always i always tell them that in gibraltar it's multicultural where you got our moroccan friends spanish friends british friends and we're just a, a mashup together from it. Lovely. Um, bueno, Joseph, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, the exhibition then continues until Friday uh, at the Gustavo Bacarizas Gallery in Casemates. Lots of great pieces, including your winning piece. And uh, if anybody wants to find out more about your work, then they can find you on Instagram, Waxicity. Yes. So it looks like Waxy City underscore six one eight 
Exactly. It's easier to find than you think. Like I've <laughs> just searched it in my cellar and together. Uh, thank you so much, and and best of luck uh, pushing your your arts uh, and and with whatever comes next. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. We have had uh, a football story in the main yeah. news bulletin, Ian, and, and you can bring us up to speed on that. It's not what we want to see. No, uh, we'll, we'll hopefully be developing the story a little more. It's uh, turned into a... You know, they're, they're both saying... Uh, they're both making claims of difference um, on both sides of the argument. Manchester 62, as we've heard, have, have made allegations, very serious allegations about racial abuse. And the match had... They carried on after the incidents, from what we've heard. And then it sort of kicked off. You think the players' heads might have gone a bit by that stage. It's the last thing you want to see in a football pitch. Uh, there have been racism in football. You know, it's a, a long, unpleasant history. And in Spain, it's it's ongoing. There's a lot more of it in Spain than you'd see, I think, in, 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 in British stadiums, certainly. And... Uh, well, it's certainly been a big talking point in the past yeah. 12 months with the whole Vinicius Jr. Of course, has been uh, a very incident. Uh, but but uh, the Algeciras players have, den- or the club at least, has denied that there was any racist so language. Vehemently denying it and saying that they would be the first to quit, to condemn any, any action on any player, by any player who's, who's wearing the Algeciras crest. Uh, the reality is that... Uh, in a friendly match between Gibraltar and Algeciras yeah. B, you're not going to have a uh, hundred microphones and uh, no. and cameras picking up everything. So it is very much yeah. one of those that everyone's going to have to agree but, but to stamp I, it out. But and and as you say, we're not going to get conclusive evidence because we won't have anything recorded. But it's hard to think of why it would have kicked off to this extent in a friendly, other than if something serious happens. So something something was said. Something's happened. Something, something was said, whether it was yeah. you know intended to be racist or, or not, and yeah. whether it was racist or not. Something yeah. was said, which which got the temperatures um, elevated yet further, and uh, the minds then turned to to, to it, it became an aggressive yeah. thing rather than you know a, a preseason friendly. Exactly, and whatever the case, it's, it's the last thing we want to see. Gibraltar today with Jonathan Scott. 60 models are set to take to Gibraltar's longest ever catwalk along Queensway Key Promenade. That's happening the day after tomorrow on Wednesday and it's a model for a day event organised by Bosom Buddies in solidarity with cancer survivors but loads of models, uh, not just cancer survivors, loads of people have signed up for this. My pleasure to be joined by Sonia Galt and Brenda Giliano. Um, good afternoon to you. Um, Tell us a little bit about how the idea comes about to to create Gibraltar's longest ever catwalk. Hi, Jonathan. Um, Well, what we normally do is we have an AGM at the beginning of the year and then we got all the committee plus all the bodies that attend to discuss and talk about events that we can do during the course of the year. And um, then we get people excited about the whole thing and offering to help and we separate groups of people to do different things. And this year has been a very, very busy year. We've had a lot of events happening and, of course, uh, one of them was... uh, the idea of model for a day but I must tell you this when we started with this idea um, I thought it was going to be like a small thing 250 250 metres that's how long the runways are going to be yes that's how long it's going to be they're going to be knackered by the time they reach the end (laughs) and imagine in those high heels that normally the models wear so yes indeed oh wow well congratulations and you've had loads of models sign up no Brenda 
Yes, we've got nearly 60 models that have signed up to run the red carpet. Very, very busy time for the bosom buddies. Uh, I personally have loved every minute of it. Everybody's been so helpful. We've had to obviously um, do a lot of organising and I personally have loved every minute. Kevin, and, and um, you've taken on quite an active role in, in the organisation of, of this event alongside Sonia, no? Yes, yes. Um, first of all, we had to obviously get the blessing from the headless saw of Queensway Key and also the management um, agent of Ragged Staff. And then when we had both their blessings, we had to speak to all the restaurants. So I enjoyed meeting all of them and explaining what our idea was. And they've been so helpful, so accommodating. They've even promoted the event in their social media and uh, really looking forward to it, yes. Uh, so the restaurants are on board and, and they're actually fully booked, right? You've managed Absolutely. to help Every them single, be fully yes. booked. Every single restaurant is fully booked. We must say that we also have a, a separate side for an audience uh, where the tickets have been sold at £10. Um, we still have a few tickets left, not much, but uh, they can buy them on Buy Tickets Gibraltar. And the show is something that is going to... Um, uh, be enjoyable for everybody, and with we've got music and mu like music and change da of we've got dancing or? as well. Uh, we didn't uh, uh, want to say very much on that because it's like a little bit of a surprise, but it's happening. Yeah. And uh, um, we also have uh, a great team working. Everybody's doing something. Everybody's got a, a role to play. And we have uh, Alex Brito, who's uh, uh, wonderful at uh, helping with the choreography and with the models what they're going to wear, the accessories, all those type of things that make it even more special on the night, of yeah, course. Yeah, so it's a model for a day that, that you've got almost 60 people uh, who have signed up and, and will be getting, what, a little bit of support from you guys to sort of look their best and, and really feel confident as they hit the catwalk? I think we'll all be there, won't we? Yes, we'll to all be there. To help out in whatever they need yes. and to make sure they come out. The models are all choosing the their own outfit, something that makes them feel fabulous, um, so they're choosing their own outfit and then we will all be there, including Alex, um, the choreographer, who will obviously help them with accessories and bits and pieces to make them even look better. That's great. And, and this is as well as your gala event and, and three other events that you've already held this year. That's right. We've had about uh, three. This is our fourth event. We've had a quiz. We've had a bingo night, and uh, we've had uh, um, some karaoke. singing. No? Karaoke, karaoke. That's yeah. correct. Yes. And this is happening now. And who do you guess? Can you guess who's presenting the show? I've heard that he was sort of last choice, and he's <laughs> sort of going to give it a go, but isn't very good. No. We've got him, and he's behind us. Is he? Oh, we better say something <laughs> nice about he's, him. He's brilliant. <laughs> He'll always bring us smile to your face. Stefan will be there. And, and he's us. got a secret love of fashion, um, so <laughs> that'll be able to, to, to be trans, I'm sure it'll he be able to... He only found out now, though. Uh, well, he only knew that he, fa he loved fashion so much when you asked him to do the fashion show, but he's going to be great. He's going to be a great part of it, I'm sure. Uh, he always brings a smile to our face. Um, okay, so uh, thank you so much, Sonia and Brenda. So just a reminder then that uh, there are some tickets still available if you want to just watch the event, uh, and people can get those via buytickets.gi. That's, That's absolutely well, correct. I can't wait to see what it looks like. Gibraltar's longest ever catwalk at Queensway Quay on Wednesday evening, as from 8.15, as the sun goes down. What a beautiful setting. We wish you every success with it. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. 
I'm Kellyanne Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.